Welcome to the Creative Career Solutions for Parents podcast, episode 60. This is Navigating Our Temporary New Normal. My name is Gina Visram. I'm from LimitlessCoaching.com and I host this podcast, a podcast which is designed for working parents. And it is my firm belief that a working parent is anybody who is closely involved in the raising of their child, whether that is inside the home or outside of the home, paid or unpaid. And actually, at the time of recording this, it will be much more inside the home because COVID-19 has struck globally, really, and... The majority of us, apart from key workers, are staying at home. And that is, of course, the inspiration for today's topic, which is all about navigating our temporary new normal. I had to laugh at myself, though, because the last episode of this podcast, episode 59, focuses on big plans that I had. I'd Inspiration had struck in terms of how I wanted this podcast to work and I talked about how I was going to have themes for every month and there was going to be a certain structure and for a variety of reasons, uh, partly really really intense um, kind of events period in my employed work, but also because of the bandwidth and the headspace that dealing with a global pandemic takes up for those two very good reasons. And because of those two very valid reasons, yes, a lot of planning happened, but it didn't feel right and it doesn't feel right to proceed in such a structured way, such a planned way, when so much feels up in the air right now. And yes, routine is good, and yes, stability can be wonderful, but it doesn't feel like it is the right way to respond and to be creating content for you at a time when so much has changed and is changing. So, all of those plans went out the window, and as is the case uh, with so much at the moment, I was kind of humbled. I was reminded that while there's a lot that I can do to take control and make positive steps in my life and in my career and the exciting projects that I have, there are some things that are ultimately out of our control as well. And I think that is ultimately the sort of reminder that a lot of us are facing at this time. So navigating our temporary new normal. There are a few points that I want to make and I'm hoping that it will, that by the end of this particular podcast episode, you will exhale, let out a sigh of relief. You will feel better about the approach it is that you are currently taking 
in your life, in your parenting, in your work. And I'd really like to remind you that my aim is always to be a contributor to conversations about things. As uh, one of my mentors, Denise Duffield-Thomas says, she talks about being a contributor, not a guru. And that's something that I really resonate with. So I am passionate about the career space and helping people to create a career that makes their heart sing, that feels like it aligns brilliantly with, with their family. And this is the space that I want to contribute to. So let's talk about some of the things to consider when navigating our temporary new normal. One of them is looking at productivity. And what does productivity mean in this day and age, in this new normal that some of us have only been in for, you know, one week to three weeks, potentially, depending on where you are in the world. What does productivity look like right now? And how is that evolving? In talking about productivity, I would love us to think about the notion of acceptance because I feel like that's really key right now. And acceptance is being accepting of the fact that we are operating in a world that isn't as we know it. And, you know, you only have to look at the fact that things that we take for granted, our freedoms, our ability to go wherever we want to go, participate in concerts, sporting events. I mean, I think this week or a couple of days ago, it was announced that they wouldn't be having Wimbledon this year. And I, from what I read, and I was skim reading headlines, so forgive me if I'm wrong, I'm trying not to delve into too much news at this time. But I believe that it's the uh, first time that it's not happened since something like the Second World War or something like that. If, if my facts are a bit off, it's, it's ultimately it's the first time that it's been cancelled since something really, really major. And that ultimately is representative of how huge our lives have changed for now. And I do want to encourage you to accept that because fighting it will potentially burn up more energy than, than you want to because it, you know, it feels like there's only so much that we can do. You know, certainly for me, it feels like a time to be listening to all the guidance and all the science and the recommendations from our respective governments in terms of what we need to do, washing our hands, staying indoors, all of that sort of thing. I know there's some fear around the idea of things becoming even more stringent and of course some real kind of concern over are there any other motives, is there anything like that? And not everybody needs to handle this the same way at all, but certainly for me, it is about acceptance. 
It's about realising that what we're being advised to do at this time is important for the greater good, is important for the health of so many of us, particularly our older population, but also, of course, generally, because there are lots of... um, There are lots of cases now of, you know, younger people and people without underlying health conditions and all of these things that we've heard about. So I'm not going to go into the health detail in this podcast. That is the opposite of my expertise and the opposite of of where I feel I can positively contribute. But I mention acceptance to you and I give the whole context because it's important to look at productivity in a different way. We are now working from home in general. Our children are home from school or the childminder or whatever your education and or childcare setup is. Our children are at home. We're working from home. There is an expectation of homeschooling while keeping on with your job, keeping up with your job. And It really is the time to be flexible and communicate well. Communicate well with your employer, communicate well with your spouse or your partner or, you know, whoever is uh, with you on the parenting journey. And if it is you as a single parent, it's also, you know, it's, it's communication and clarity with yourself as well, of course, you know, you'd be the only one making decisions, but it is about clarity. It's about as much clarity as you can create in this time. So it's letting yourself or your partner or whoever needs to know, your children, uh, especially if they're older and they can understand more, It's about setting an expectation of what you would hope working hours are, of what you're hoping schooling hours are. It's about creating as much clarity and structure as you can create while recognising that there's a need for flexibility. So looking at your day and accepting that things are how they are now, there are a few things to bear in mind. One is it's really, really important to communicate with whoever is involved in decision-making around work life, schooling life, and all the rest of it. It's about communicating expectations and needs. So in my household, for example, that looks like having a clear conversation with my husband and him with me about my working hours and working intentions on any given day. Now, I didn't do brilliantly with that on a recent day when I was doing my freelance careers consulting for the university I work for. And I realised that I obviously hadn't done a good job of communicating uh, sort of expectations or whatever, because when I came down for 20 minutes to sort out some lunch and get myself a warm drink, my other half disappeared upstairs and started working on a work email of his while I was down here with my four-year-old. 
And as I came to the time where I needed to get back to work and I had another um, call with a student set up for a meeting and my hubby wasn't reappearing downstairs and I found myself starting to get agitated. And then of course I just, you know, asked him to come down and, but I think I probably gave him a bit of a look like, dude, you know this is my day working on my university work. Instead of immediately recognising in that time that I actually hadn't said to him, here are my call times, here are the times where I'm working on the blog, here are the times where I'm doing this, this is the time when I can come downstairs and have a break, but at this time I'm going to need to go back upstairs, get back on my computer and get ready for the next call. I didn't talk that through with him. So I was seemingly expecting him to be a bit of a mind reader that I needed him back downstairs with our little girl at a certain time. You know, and that's really unhelpful. So I found myself getting agitated, as I said, and then needed to chill myself out because I was like, I recognised that I hadn't been clear. And, you know, I also hadn't been, you know, hadn't made any suggestions or any arrangements with him about when he could get to that particular work email that was important for him to send. So... One of the things that's really important in settling into this new normal is communication about priorities. Scheduled meetings or meetings that need to be scheduled, um, expectations on who is leading on the childcare and when, recognition that each grown-up in the household needs their alone time and their focus time for their work, And maybe that can happen at the same time, dependent on how independent your child is. But maybe you need to go in shifts if your kids are younger, for example, and aren't great at entertaining themselves because they're not at that stage. So that's one of the things to make sure that you're doing. Uh, It is accepting the situation. It is being involved in some really positive, really clear communication. One of the other things is giving yourself some grace. Now, I've seen the term homeschooling every day for, you know, weeks and weeks and weeks now. And I read an article at some point about a week ago that so resonated with me. And it highlighted the point that we're not homeschooling, not really. What we're doing is facilitating distance learning. We're facilitating online learning. And here's the difference. And this was something that made me feel so much better, so I'm sharing it with you in case it helps you out as well. Homeschooling is generally an intentional act. I know some incredible moms who homeschool. And it is something that is deliberate It is something that they have wanted to do. They feel like they can create the right syllabus and the right opportunities for their child or children that they're homeschooling. And there is a plan. What we're in the middle of, and I think you'll agree, is a global emergency situation. And the remote learning that's now happening 
is an essential for our children to keep up with their education. But this is last minute, not hugely planned stuff. In that, I mean, I work in a school and I work in a school who's been phenomenal with communicating with its community about this. It's been really impressive to see actually. So of course there's been planning, but you know, planning in in case of school closures and then once we realized that the schools were going to close, it's okay, this is how different departments can deliver different things. This is what our day will potentially look like. You know, for schools and for parents and for kids that are at school, this is not the intended, desired way to be delivering and receiving our curriculums. This is not our desired way to be learning, but this is a model that we're moving to out of necessity. And the intention is, of course, to make it the best that it can possibly be. But homeschooling? I'm not homeschooling. I am working with my daughter on certain things and certain things that would be great for her to learn. And if she was a little bit older, I would be using the resources from her school be it primary or secondary, and facilitating and supporting that in a distance learning way. It is not about creating all singing, all dancing, phenomenal schedules. And then as parents who are working really hard to keep our jobs and get our work done and all of that, stressing ourselves out because we haven't absolutely killed it when it comes to homeschooling. Don't put yourself under that pressure. Try not to anyway. And remember, you are doing absolutely the best that you can with the resources that you have and with the mental energy that you can put into the different really important parts of your life right now. That is what we're doing. So if you are somebody who's made an all-singing, all-dancing, colour-coded timetable, I salute you. My timetable that I made isn't quite so singing and dancing. And if it's something that's working for you and the kids, then that's brilliant. Keep it up. I'm not shaming anybody who's decided to take that approach. But the reason that I'm talking about this is because I'm seeing a lot of anxiety online about the quality of the homeschooling for our kids. This isn't homeschooling. This is distance learning and it's about us doing it to the best of our abilities. I hope that helps. That idea really, really helped me when I came across it. So I wanted to share that with you. A few other things before signing off in terms of how we can navigate our temporary new normal, is we can think about what our goals look like now. I mean, I laughed at myself, didn't I, at the beginning of this episode where I talked about, you know, my goals a month ago and my goals now are entirely different things. But we can be fluid about this, right? So there are a few ways to look at it. Now, a cousin of mine has a great one and she's talked about her... Um, her lockdown goal. And one of them is in relation to learning a certain hairstyle and learning how to do it. And I thought that was so cool because we don't normally have 
this much control of our time. We don't normally have this much time at home. So while, of course, there's an expectation to be working and there's lots of parenting and, and everything else, you know, that there is some more time to be learning a language or learning how to do a new hairstyle or learning a new skill, doing part of a course. And it's no pressure to do this, but these can be exciting goals to set if it's something that you'd like to do. And, you know, all of this is about navigating the new normal while recognising where you are in your mental health and making sure that you're looking after yourself. Not only in, you know, abiding by the healthcare guidance that's been issued to us by our respective governments, but that you're looking after yourself because there is a lot of demand on you and there's a lot of uncertainty. And the concerns range from health-related concerns to economy-related concerns to finance-related concerns to career and being furloughed or not being furloughed and completely losing jobs and what is the alternative right now? So there is a lot going on in terms of things that can make us feel anxious. So one of the things that I really do like the idea of is setting some goals which are exciting to you, things that you can be doing right now. But that's so you can have something positive to focus on and recognise that there are some things with within your control at a time when so much isn't. So if this is something that you can embrace positively without it adding negatively to your mental load, then it's a really cool one to be doing. One of the things that has been talked about online quite a bit is thinking about how we want our children to remember this period. I remember, again, because I've been absorbing so much online, more than I ever normally like to in terms of news, to, to ultimately keep up with everything. But one of the many kind of memes and or tales I saw was a really short story, and it was the idea that it is 2030, uh, mom is chatting to her 18-year-old son, and they're talking about the coronavirus, uh, COVID-19 pandemic of a decade ago, of 2020. And the mom says something like, but don't you remember that? You must have, you were eight. And the son, and I'm paraphrasing here, but, but this was the notion of the piece, the son said, yes, I remember it, but I don't remember it as the worst time in living memory, I remember it as a time when I was learning at home, sometimes independently or mainly with you, mum or dad. I remember it at a time of seeing your faces more than ever and, you know, lots of joyous times. I remember playing board games. I remember reading lots of books. I mean, the, the piece doesn't go into all of that detail, but I'm totally paraphrasing in terms of what it's trying to communicate. And the idea is that maybe 
maybe especially for those of us who were lucky enough for this not to to impact us too much health-wise, maybe it can be a period where our kids do take some really fond memories away with them, you know, of being, you know, riding a bike in a garden during the day, of having less homework or having a bit more control over what it's doing or having more control over it or perhaps an opportunity of picking things to learn and spending loads of time baking as a family you know maybe maybe there is an opportunity here again of course that is assuming that um that there is some wellness uh, in your household you know, I, I'm I'm really conscious of not playing down the fact that it is a global pandemic and a huge economic minefield now, and there are some very very real challenges out there. But with all of that said, if there can be some levity, and we can be sharing ridiculous memes, and you know, having kind of house parties over Zoom and doing lots of dancing and that sort of thing, then we can potentially play a role in making this a memorable time for our family in in ways that can be positive. One of the last two points is that it's really important to recognise our emotions and realize where there's times of lots of anxiety and acknowledge it and talk it out and don't just sweep it under the carpet because it it will come and, and bite you on the behind potentially. So it's a really good thing to explore and especially if you've got older kids and you can both be talking about, okay, what are we worried about today? What are we celebrating today? What did we achieve today? Who did we help today? Is always a great question, by the way. When you are feeling really low, think about what you can do to help somebody. It changes your state in a way that is absolutely phenomenal. So recognise your emotions. Yes, we need to be strong and not worry, you know, our kids, particularly our younger kids that um, that may not get it, or our older kids who um, may not be doing their GCSEs or A-levels this year, you know? So yes, we need to display a strength where we can, um, but also, you know, it's a great time to talk about big feelings, to talk about our emotions, and really, really positive thing to do as a family. And probably the last thought that I would like to share with you for now is the idea of making the most of not being on autopilot. Now, this is something that my mentor, Emma Holmes, mentioned in uh, one of her Facebook lives earlier this week. And yeah, just the description of it totally blew me away because it's true. We're not on autopilot right now. We are not just going to work and coming home from work in the way that we always have, going to school, coming back from school, doing the kids' homework, doing the ballet classes, 
doing the uh, rugby training, doing the instrumental lessons, like there's there's just been a reset and we're no longer on autopilot and we're really needing to think about the things that we're doing and make some choices and there's something really interesting about having the autopilot mode stopped and I'm sure that's where there's so much creativity. There is so much creativity out there, right? Necessity is the mother of invention and all of that stuff. There is heaps of creativity and whether it is you know, the artwork that you're doing with your kids or design and technology teachers making masks for healthcare workers. I mean, you don't have to look far to see to see creativity right now. You really don't. And a huge part of that will be because autopilot has been switched off. We are not living the status quo right now. We aren't. I'm not. You're not. We're living in this temporary new normal and we're adjusting and we're twisting and we're turning and we're trying to find how best to make things work for us and our families and our communities. My goodness, haven't communities been coming together, whether it's clapping for our carers or singing off balconies in Italy or doing a rooftop workouts in Spain, that there's been so many examples of communities coming together and lots that's going on because we're not on autopilot. So use that where you can positively as well. So this has been episode 60 of the Creative Career Solutions for Parents podcast. And as I said, my plans for structure with this podcast are now completely out the window and it feels great because I feel the need to really respond to what's going on right now, to see what's happening with you, to invite you to comment on posts on Limitless Coaching on Facebook, to email me at gina at limitlesscoaching.com And yeah, I'd love to know what's coming up for you. If there is anything that I can do or create or curate, because there's lots of great content out there at the moment, in terms of what you need and what you want. And I'm just happy to to listen to your thoughts on, on what is going on at the moment. And so... What is right, uh, which I said last time a month ago and what I'm saying now is that there's a load of content coming your way, but this is now going to be fully responsive and flexible with what is going on. And I hope you find it useful and I hope it encourages your creativity and I hope it's good for your mental health and that it reminds you even in one of the craziest times that that we know, that there are choices that can be made when it comes to career and life and all of that stuff. And it is absolutely still worth doing planning because there will be a time beyond this. We don't know exactly when. We don't know if it's in four weeks, 12 weeks. We don't know if it's longer. 
but there will be a time after and people are adjusting to the new now as well. People are getting jobs and starting jobs in this environment, as crazy as it sounds. So our work doesn't stop now, but really taking stock of our mental health and our physical health is paramount. And then thinking about all the rest of things and what we can do and what we can be in control of in a positive way is really useful as well. So I hope that's been helpful for you. I would love you to share this podcast episode if it's been useful for you. And as ever, if you like what you hear, please do subscribe on your podcast. Please do subscribe via your podcast aggregator. And even better, if you would leave a review as well, that would be amazing. Really, really aiming to be a contributor here. And if it's helping you out, then that means the world to me. So this is Gina from LimitlessCoaching.com asking you to look after yourself, enjoy yourself where you can, stay safe at home if you can, and a special thanks to all of the key workers out there, the healthcare workers, the food industry workers, the scientists, and everything in between. And together, we will get through this in the best way that we can. Sending you so much love. See you soon. Bye.